another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. How's Nesbit? I'm doing good. Deadly. I can't wait to get into these uh, guitar solos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? And this beer. Skip right by the hockey. Oh, we yeah. won't do that. We won't get into that again. <laughs> yeah, going to get in some guitar solos, some beer. Yep. We've got an interesting beer here this week. I, I teed it up beforehand on, uh, on our Facebook page. This is Bose Brewing Co. It's in Ontario. Vank... Van Van Lee Kill. I've never even heard of them before, but I have seen their stuff. We've had a few of their beers before, but I can't remember if they're on the podcast or like at the cabin. But what's neat about it is it says Wild Oat Series Strong Patrick Irish Style Red Ale, and it says aged in Jameson casks, which yeah. is interesting because this is an Ontario brewery. How they got the casks, yeah, I do not know. Yeah, should we go for it? Yeah, you're using. Uh, we're down in my basement again, recording in. Yeah. We realized we didn't have a bottle opener, and I was like, "We should. They should make an Iron Maiden bottle opener." And I was like, "Then you reminded me." We do have one. We I went to the week. Robinson Brewery when we were in uh, England, and uh, there's a Trooper Beer lanyard. There's a Trooper Beer lanyard bottle opener. So, uh, do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Here we go. The oh. first. Oh, That's the first time I ever used that to open a bottle of beer. Well. You used yours before, but I've never I used have. mine. Yeah. I have. I use mine every week. I have my name tag on it. Ah, let's see now. Ooh, interesting color. Looks like beer colored. <laughs> no, it looks really... It well, it's a red ale. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a big bottle. That's good. Yeah. That smells good. Oh, wow. Where have you been all my life? Oh, that's delicious. Oh, yeah. It is good. Yeah, it has like a whiskey mm. aftertaste oh, to it. That takes all the problems away. <laughs> it's mm. a cool label, too. It has like a, looks like a luchador, is that we call them, the Mexican wrestlers. Yeah, the, we have a couple of those, don't yeah, we? But it's got we like a sh- to... Oh, yeah, we do. We, yeah, I bought a couple. I was one for Halloween. I think you yeah. you borrowed it one year. Yeah. This is really nice because it's got... It's different. You can taste the little bit of the whiskey, but it's not a. It's not overpowering, yeah. It's just like a slight hint. Yeah. That's well, delicious. So guitar solos. So these aren't any kind of like top. Yeah. We're not doing top ten or top whatever. We're just picking favorites. So yes. we already did one episode on guitar solos. Yes. And Josh picked Brighter Than a Thousand Suns. Yes. Drifter. Yeah. The Dave Murray solo. Yep. Seventh Son. Yep. And Dance of Death. Yes. Which does have an awesome solo as much as me. Yeah, and I, I think it was say. more a topical thing. And I've kind yeah. of carried that theme again. It is a very cool yeah. uh Solo in there. And I picked yeah. the Talisman, Yannick Solo and the Talisman, which mm-hmm. I love. Wick, Adrian Solo and the Wicker Man. Yes. Which is killer. Mm. Isle of Avalon, which is I think is like the most prog rock solo in any Iron Maiden song. It's also an Adrian Solo. All of yeah. Adrian's uh, Final Frontier guitar playing, I find his solos on there just be awesome. Yeah. But Isle of Avalon was like a really, really unique solo.
then I picked the angel and the gambler, the solo in that. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they just kind of write that song off. That song has a really cool solo in it. Yeah. I might actually play that solo from the last episode. Yeah. Just to get us in the mood to listening to some guitar. Oh, isn't that great? You clipped one of your solos. <laughs> So I thought that was a really cool, kind of unique sounding solo. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of something that Slash would play. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very like, it's kind of like a bluesy thing. I thought it was a very unique solo. A lot of people kind of dismiss that whole song because they don't yep. like the Angel in the Gambler. I think it's the keyboards throw everyone off. Yep. And it is kind of way longer than it needs to be. Yep. But that solo in it is a really good solo. And people yep. kind of don't pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah. And the, the last, last week we talked, wasn't that on Blaze's live disc? He redid that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Do you do you remember offhand if the solo would probably not feature, eh? I can't remember what the yeah. solo's like in the live version. Interesting. Anyway, good song. Now I did a lot of people would pick that on their tops. Um kind of put this in context, I guess. I wanted to talk first, I wanna look back on, on a song, but doing solos gives us an opportunity in between all these different albums to kinda, you know, bounce around a bit. Yeah. Do a little looser than just rapid firing sometimes through, you know, because there's a lot of work and prep goes into doing an album. Yeah. Because you got to do it justice. And, like, you know, we, we're, what, 70-something episodes in now. Yeah. Someone could go back to episode six and look at Summer in Time. We might have to rectify this, by the way. <laughs> um, and, you know, like, the episodes themselves have to stand. So this, these kind of episodes, like with guitar stuff, uh, guitar solos or, like, B-sides or something, is an opportunity for us to be relax a little more and, and, yeah. and just kind of have a little bit more fun, riff a little. And also yeah, it's kind fun of to just around. have a beer and, like, yeah. pull in – a few of our favorite guitar solos and just like yeah talk about them yeah exactly and i want to i want to ask you a little bit about the solos but first the approach that i take on this whenever we do it is i don't go like one of my favorite solos the other thing is is maiden if you look at their set lists and the common repeat songs that are on there and the famous songs a lot of them do have the best solos they have like the, they're just the best songs yeah. in some ways yeah and you don't want to be like oh you know mariner has an awesome yeah i like to try to pick a few yeah. like obscure ones that people obscure. maybe like that one I was talking about earlier with uh, the Isle of Avalon. Mm. It's very like prog rocky, and I yeah. think people kind of—I don't think a lot of people pay attention to that album yeah. and that song and the solo in that song particularly. Yeah. But I like to pull stuff like that out and bring attention to it because it's pretty cool. Yeah. So through this journey that we've been on the podcast, I've learned a ton of things, and we can end it when I finally figure out what prog rock means. But okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, but I picked mine. Um, so that it kind of ties in stuff we've talked about. It also gives a perspective on this new view that I have since No Prayer, which I've been thinking about a lot as I'm listening to Brave New World more. Yeah. And I'm looking at the 90s now as kind of the absence of Adrian. Yeah. And it's just kind of this reflection. So uh, we went into it a little bit in No Prayer. The difference in their styles, 
I describe Dave as kind of like bluesy, fluid. Yeah, he has Adrian like is fluid, technical. Yeah. yeah, and Yannick is crazy. And so, how do yeah. you explain it? So, like, yeah, Dave yeah. is like Dave Murray is. Yeah, he's very like super prog imp- rock. Impro- <laughs> 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 he improvises a lot. Yeah, it's very smooth, like really fast legato runs up and down, like yeah, legato runs. Totally. <laughs> I was gonna say his but legato very, runs like, are improvised. And yeah. I had a quote somewhere. I, I don't have it in front of me where he yeah. said like he knows. Where he wants to start, and he knows where he wants to end, but he's not sure how he's going to get yeah. in between. Yeah. And he just kind of, like, makes up these kind of really cool high-energy solos. That's right. Well, Adrian yeah. Smith, I feel like he sits down and thinks, like, about the song. Yeah. And how can I craft a solo that's going to, like, suit this song? Yeah. Because his are very, like, crafted and melodic with, like, repeating patterns and stuff. And they he kind of, like, they always kind of have the theme of what's going on in the song. He kind of brings out in a solo. Yeah. It seems like to me anyway. Yes. I mean, they all kind of overlap and do whatever, but like generally. And then Yannick's like the wild card. That's what, yeah. If you hear someone that's like doing yeah. something crazy. Yeah. If you hear Yannick. His, his, a lot of his whammy le- dives yeah. and crazy. His legato runs are twice as crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the hell that was. But he plays a lot of stuff. Yeah. And if you hear, he always feels like he's kind of like about to lose control. Yeah. He kind of reins it in at the last minute. Yeah. But the three of them together, I think, with the three guitar lineup of them. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. He's every now and then he, he leans in and it's just like you you know, that, that best man drunken wedding speech where it's just about to go bad <laughs> and everybody's on the edge of the skin yeah. and he saves it. You know, yeah, exactly. With, with the toast of the bride and everyone's <laughs> like, get him off there. Um when we were picking these, one of the first ones I wanted to pick was because of the absence of Adrian. I got a whole new perspective on that now. Um he does such good songwriting and picks such good, you know, um, not jingle so much, but he understands how to make a, a song for radio play and for mass market. And a lot of the no prayer in reflection, a lot of the lack, the parts that were lacking in that, and you could extend that beyond right until virtual 11, um, was because he was missing. And in that episode, we broke down, you know, in the no prayer, we broke down some of the ways that they were switching around their, you know, the, the roles as you call them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to play Wicker Man for this episode, but you had highlighted Right, it. I yeah. already did that last episode. Yeah. yeah. But before we get into it, I want to hear it again. Okay, Let's I'll play, play Wicker Man. This is the solo from the Wicker Man again, which you were going to pick for this episode. Yes. But then I told I'm you. I'm still that. picking it. It's my favorite. I already picked it yeah. last episode. Yeah, I know. I'm picking it again. hear the whole song now. that's such an awesome song i want to go watch uh whenever i hear that i want to go watch rock and rio <laughs> oh man it's so deadly but that's that is one of, my one favorite of adrian's best solos it is it completely takes that song to another level brings it up another level yeah. mm. it's like perfect it fits in perfectly and it's uh, i don't know how to describe it it's just awesome yeah 
It's amazing. Yeah. It's and what's funny, it's always been one of my favorite songs. I think I picked it in the openers, and I've I've always picked it as one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's just so maidenly, so flawless. So you know, it's it's like the evil that men do for me, and you know, Hallowed. Like it's up there in that top five. You know. Yeah, it's an With, awesome solo. Yeah, the Flight of Icarus. The whole song is awesome. Yeah. The solo in it particularly is, like, great. It's unreal. And the inclusion in the tour, I thought, was, was good to yeah. see that. So, this batch, who's going to go first? you want to go batch, first or me? I'll kick it off. Go I'll for it. I'll kick it off. Um, I just kind of wanted to, first one, I wanted to bring in the theme of what we were doing lately, so I'll get to that after. Okay. But first, I was just like, okay, I am, you know, we were talking about the Dave and Adrian and the way that they go back and forth and I was like well we actually have a really awesome triple X attack now so I was like I went through uh, A Matter of Life and Death because I wanted because uh, I've been also re-listening to that album yeah. a lot because I've been neglecting it it's like my, yeah, it's like I know, my that first happens. wife who hasn't been getting a <laughs> he hasn't been getting a date lately um, I went back I'm uh, treating her right and I was listening back through the uh, Greater Good of God a lot and I was like or, or through the album Matter of Life and Death I just gave it away and the Greater Good of God obviously it's on the tour um, yeah, listen to it great. a ton. Yeah, and then I started. I picked a song and I went through. I played a little bit through their their live. That I found a live feed of the original Matter Life and Death concert where they. I saw it on YouTube. I think I sent you a link. Yeah, where they were played the song sequentially. In that yeah, I have song. a bunch of bootlegs that actually like some decent quality ones. Of yeah, that concert and, where they did the whole album. Yeah, and I wanted to pick a triple X attack that they actually played in the tour. Yeah, because that's Yannick, did. Adrian, and Dave. Right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the the order uh, in in front of me right I think now, but I, on I the album it's Yannick, then into Adrian, then into Dave. Yeah. yeah, and and anyway, they played an awesome live. So yeah. that's my first pick: is that all three of the solos from Greater Good of God, right? Which I kind of count as one solo. Awesome three-part Maiden guitar solo. And this yes. really shows how having three guitarists is awesome when they just yeah. pass off the solo from one person to the other. Yeah, and I really I, – I couldn't find that solo. I never reached out to you on this, but I couldn't find the video of that solo from the tour, Legacy of the Beast tour, but I found it from the original. And they were, like, passing it off to each other awesome. Yeah. It, was just like, it was just like on the album. Oh. So awesome. But See, also, I have a bootleg of it. I can play you a live version of that solo. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay, I'll play it now.
from the uh, there's a really good high quality bootleg. It's from a, a show in Sweden. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the one from the clip, but um, yeah. Anyway, it takes. It's not just that it's an awesome solo, and it's the three of them playing together. It's the fact that it takes the song up, right? It's a crucial oh, yeah. piece. You can't remove that from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's kind of like this middle part that like connects the whole song. It carries the song. Yeah. The feeling of the song like forward. Yeah. Oh man. I and love that album and I love that song. I love that album. I can't so believe much. we didn't see that that shit, that concert with like. I know, but that was two thousand seven. I was living in jolly old England. I know. I could have went and saw it for like. I know. A, a, probably a couple of tenors. <laughs> My two brother-in-laws saw that one of those shows, and we should get them oh, on here is... and talk to them because I'd love to hear like how it went over. That would be a funny experience to be a hardcore Maiden fan and to go and listen to a full so- live set list, having never heard it before. Oh yeah, like imagine this would never in a million years happen. No, but imagine Maiden comes out with like a seventeenth studio album. Yes, like for next Christmas Day, yeah. and me and you are like, we're not listening to it. Oh God, we're not going to hear anything from it. We're just going to go see the tour. Yeah. And I will also, you would have to assume, like, but, uh, in that, some kind of crazy yeah. dimension that they played this new album from beginning yeah. to end. And imagine, like, going to see a new Maiden album played for you live. That would be crazy. The, hey, look, our <laughs> listeners would drive us nuts the whole time. Oh, yeah. They would be, like, leaving us clips of their music. <laughs> and they would be like, oh, you're missing the best album of all time. How can you even have a podcast if you haven't heard the new album? Yeah. They, obviously, we couldn't do that. I'm, like, so hungry for a new Iron Maiden album right oh, now. God. I can't believe it. I know. So my next pick was... Um, no more lies. So, no more lies yeah. is. It's kind of like I have a funny relationship yeah. with the song. So, this is one of those maiden songs I totally like overlook it. Yeah. And like a lot of times, there's a part of a song that sticks out so much yeah. that that's all you think of. Can I jump in? Yeah. Is it like every time I think of when you say no more lies, I think of that. Yeah. No more lies. And then when it accelerates, no more lies. That's and I'm not a huge fan of that part of the song. Yeah. And that's basically what I think of when I think of No More Lies. I forget about all the rest of the song. You know what I mean? And then when I actually hear the song, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a really good song. But I actually listened to the song, and I measured it. The song is 7 minutes and 23 seconds long. Yeah. And the part where they go, No More Lies, that I'm not a huge fan of, is 21 seconds long, and they do it three times. So 63 seconds of a seven and a half minute song I'm not crazy about. And the rest of it is awesome. It's a great song. So it works out to 14% of the song is... A part that I'm not crazy about. And the rest yeah. of it is, like, amazing. So I've kind of, while I was doing this episode, I completely changed my, like, tune on how I feel about that song. And it was kind of when we did that album, too. Like, uh, that was my whole problem with the Dance of Death album. Before we did our episodes on it, when I thought, I used to always have Dance of Death as, like, one of my worst albums. It was in the bottom yeah, two or three. Like, I really didn't yeah. pay much attention to it or kind of, Thought it was like one of my least favorites. Yeah. And then I kind of realized that the whole reason I thought that was because I the title track. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the title track. Yeah. And when I thought of the album, I thought of the title track, and that's all I thought of. And then we kind of like covered it, and there's tons of great stuff besides the title track. Like some of my favorite Maiden songs are on there now. And uh, I don't know. But yeah. the same thing with like Journeyman. I don't really like the chorus of Journeyman. Yeah. But the rest of it's awesome. Yeah. You know the part where it's like, uh, I do what I want? I, yeah, whatever. yeah. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of that. I love that part. Oh, okay. But I'm not like a huge fan of that part of the song. 
and it kind of makes me think that I don't like the song. Yeah, you're making me want to listen to the album now. It's been a while. Yeah, I haven't listened. To, I haven't covered listened. it, and I kind of haven't listened to much, except yeah. for Faith in the Sand, which I listen to all the time. Yeah, I listened to it a ton after we covered it because that was the biggest mover for me ever. Like, no album went from like one I didn't like at all to like one I really, really yeah. like. Like, like went. Oh, from, me too. Yeah, I, yeah. I paid. I it kind of snapped me out of this whole like I don't like the Hill tracks. So I don't like. It's just a weird thing that like yeah, and that pops plays in me your a head. little on No Prayer, right? Yeah, you know. But yeah, anyway, and same thing happened with Journeyman. Mm-hmm. I was like, as No More Lies, it's like there's a little bit of the song that I'm not crazy about, yeah. but it's like a huge song that's awesome. Yeah. So and I remember we played the uh, the Journeyman, the acoustic versus the electric version. Yeah. And like, I think the electric, and I really like the Where electric. Where's the acoustic from? They recorded the electric version first. Yeah. And then they got a bunch of electric guitars in the studio. And just did an acoustic version. And when they did it acoustic, they're like, okay, this is the one that has to go on the album. So they shelved the electric version. I actually have a, I have that clip here still. I'll uh, bring it up. It's This is the electric versus the acoustic. So this yeah. is the acoustic version. And then I kind of fade it into the electric version so you can hear the difference. I like the electric version way better. I like the first one. Yeah. Um, so where did the electric, where did you get that clip? Where's that That from? came from the, um, I have it upstairs. It's the yeah. Dance of Death souvenir EP, like tour souvenir EP. That's right. Yeah. yeah I remember all this came coming crashing back then. We talked about be... it back in the Dance of Death episodes yeah. that was a long time ago. Because we've had a lot of listeners who've been like crash listening to our old podcast. They yeah, they binge like, listening. You said to that them. last week, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that was a year ago. I know. There's been so much alcohol since then. But anyway, we're kind of on a tangent. But okay. No More Lies, the solo in No More Lies. Uh, this is a really, really good example of like the three styles. So the first part is Dave, and you can really hear how like fast and fluid it is. The second part's Adrian, is really melodic. It almost has like a like that, like that Wicker Man solo. It's like very crafted sounding. And then the last half, Yannick comes in, and he just goes all over the place style wise. So it's a it's a really good uh, example of the three styles together. solo love that solo loves it i'm also going to sneak in an extra clip 
because I have a live version of it. This is from the Death on the Road. That was just me sneaking an extra clip in. But I love that solo. It's really great. And that's the live version. The live version's awesome, too. A little bit different, but that's it. So what's your pick for your second solo? Second song? Are we moving on to the second song already? Um, so I wanted to throw back um, and, and bring up what I think was a resounding amount of feedback from our um, No Prayer run. Okay. Um, Run silent. Man, we got a lot of feedback on that album compared to the rest. Feedback, and I would say that ninety nine point nine percent of people agree with me on everything. But anyway, (laughs) uh, run silent, run deep. There was a few. uh, I got to send you a few. So out of the, we talked about no prayer for four hours. Yes. And out of the whole album, what we butted heads the most on was the song, which I do yes. not understand what you like so much about the song. Uh, probably it's awesomeness. I thought it was pretty good, but I didn't think it was like... Yeah, because it's not prog rocky enough for you. <laughs> it doesn't have True. The, it doesn't have the Logan riffs or whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> Legato runs. Lo- Logan, Logan runs. Um, yes, anyway, because... All, all of our listeners love this song, and everybody thinks you're stupid. I thought I would play this song to prove that you suck. Now, um, Run Silent, Run Deep, excellent solo. Uh, both of the solos that are in it. So that's uh, yeah. both uh, Murray and uh, Yannick. It's Yannick first and then yeah. into Dave, yeah. I don't, I'm not, like, that part at the end where the two of them start playing together in harmony, I think is awesome. And I think I played a clip of that when we were talking about the song, yep. when we did the album. Mm-hmm. But to me, I don't think though either of those solos is anything that really, like, jumps out at me. Yeah. Like, I really like the harmony part. To me, what the best part of that is the bass playing that's underneath it. Yeah. The bass playing underneath that solo is really cool. The bass playing is good. Yeah. yeah. So. But might... to, to me, it's just, like, they're not memorable. The Yannick part doesn't seem very memorable. And Dave just kind of throws this, like, damn. improvised part over that doesn't, like, it doesn't wow. Uh, damn you, Nesbitt, your analysis. <laughs> I might have just been picking a solo to bring up the song. All right? Damn you, Nesbitt, and your thinking. And your... All right. My next solo. Yeah. I think you're totally going to agree with this one. I'm in that mood. 
This beer is really good. This is a delicious. Quick beer. reflection on the beer here. Okay. I can taste the uh, the Jameson cast, but it's not overpowering. Yeah. I don't get the Mexican wrestler mask on the front. It has a shamrock on the forehead. It's I guess called it's... Strong Patrick is the name of the beer. Yeah. And I think. Excellent uh, beer. Yeah. Anyway. It's delicious. So, so what's your third pick? The third pick? Yeah. Passchendaele. Passchendaele. Excellent. Passchendaele. Yeah. So Adrian Smith written. Uh, one of Maiden's best like war songs. There's a two-part solo earlier in the song with like Dave Murray and Adrian. Mm. Uh, it's pretty decent, but that's not the solo I'm talking about. I'm picking Yannick's solo from 555. It's the second solo in the song, and I think this is a great solo. Uh, I love the way it starts, too. I think that's cool. It's like, there's a really cool wah effect on the guitar. And that's like an example of Yannick walking the line between like completely crazy and like really melodic. Yeah. In structure. It's kind of cool. You're doing a dance theme here today. (laughs) And Bruce's vocals sort of like, it builds this tension. Yeah. And then that solo really like delivers on the tension. That's you know what I mean? Great. It's so cool. It's such a great song. Actually, now now you get me just jacked to song. listen to the album. Yeah. Well, we're doing it. We're doing a yes. Death on the Road, and they do. That's yeah, why they do the That's live why it's version. in your head. That's why it was yeah. in my head because I watched that video yeah. recently, and I was like, wow, yeah. that's cool. So live, sometimes Yannick kind of goes off the rails a bit and kind of loses the melody, but the album version of Yannick solo of this song is. It's just amazing. I love awesome. it. That's pretty cool. So Passchendaele, that was on the tour list. Um, that was like one of their big... Um, That's kind of like the centerpiece. Yeah. That, and then they immediately go into Lord of the Flies. That's kind of yeah. like the centerpiece of that whole Dance of Death tour, if you ask me, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, well, that was that epic track. We broke it down and, and, and you know, we went oh, through yeah, the, the history World War One stuff. Yeah. stuff. Yeah, the No More Lies, that was on the tour list, wasn't it? Yeah, they played it that. It had to be. It's also yeah. in that Yeah, I don't Death have the set list in yeah. front of me. And I, I haven't been through it much yet. I yeah. don't have the Death on the Road vinyl. I gotta get that. It's cool. The album yeah. art. We'll get into all that when we do yeah. it. We're doing that in a couple of weeks. It's actually an interesting album art. Yeah. yeah uh, it's kind of different. Definitely. It's the same guy that did, uh, it's Melvin Grant, the same guy that did Fear the Dark. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, excellent choice. Yep. And a lot of a lot of dance, dance heavy <laughs> there. <laughs> You're in a dance theme today. So what's your uh, your next? My third one um, was really a replacement for the Wicker Man. I was okay. like, okay. So I did... I the run silent run deep. I kind of went hey, yeah, on the, yeah, on the whole yeah, song. Yeah. But the truth was, is that in that album when we covered it, there was like four or five really good solos. Like when Adrian left, there were still really good solos. Yep. However, him coming back, we already played the Wicker Man before. Yep. So I went through. Interestingly enough, I went, well, when I was listening to Brave in the last few weeks, I was going through. He doesn't have as many. Like there's a, quite a few good Yannick solos in the album. There's a few good Dave ones as, as well. There's a, a few tandem ones. But the Adrian solo in the Fallen is probably, oh the Fallen yeah, Angel yeah yeah that's yeah. a that's a really cool song and yeah. that's a that's a very like underrated yeah. song.
so that's uh, Adrian, and then he, he turns it over to uh, Dave, and I think Yannick features there. Yeah, at the but end, that's Yannick. Really, cool. I'm picking the Adrian solo. Yeah. Uh, I did want to highlight Adrian's on. It was a triple attack, but I, I like the, the way they meshed that in Greater Good Scott. Greater, greater Good God. Yeah. But that's a really yeah. awesome solo that I completely, totally forgot about. Yeah. The truth is, in this album, um, I, I can't wait till we break down Brave, because when I went through, I was like, I want to see his impact on the album. That's what I've been listening to it for because I'm viewing the Since the No Prayer. I've been viewing the 90s. Like a lot of people don't like No Prayer and, and No Fear. And then there's been this whole Blaze Bailey. But the big change is Adrian. Yeah. Also the totally. time period, right? Yeah. Like a lot happened in the background music. Adrian left, which doesn't just impact, it impacts the writing so much. I find. Yeah. Yeah. When he came back, he's not as strong in that album as he is in dance. And as he is later, in oh, some he ways, contribute as much. Either. I wonder. I don't yeah. know. I can't wait for you to break that down. I don't okay. know. And then when I was going through picking a soul, it's like he stands out on Wicker Man. Yeah. And of course, it's it's like an opening track. It's it's like a perfect type of. Yeah. Adrian would have a lot of input on, and um, this one I really love the solo, but I didn't want to highlight it as the three of them coming together. Maybe I should have. Yeah. But I really just like. Well, his all the parts I think are awesome, but yeah, yeah. The, the Adrian part at the beginning there is like super cool yeah it's deadly so the fallen fallen angels so i'm going a little more classic yeah. for my next one nice so i'm picking cut somewhere in time oh nice, uh, nice. a two-part solo by dave and adrian yep. so dave starts like melodic and then goes like full like improv with whammy bar dives and like hammer-ons so this is the first part this is the dave murray Classic Murray. I think that's one of his best solos. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. And then Adrian's part, which is about to come up, it's a lot more melodic and planned out like we were talking about. There's a really cool part where he's tapping with the pick on the fretboard really fast. And there's a bunch of really cool stuff with the whammy bar, too. I'm just going to play it, and I'll talk about it after. I was looking at that part, and I was wondering if he's doing, like, tapping or, like, hammer-ons. And I watched a, as many as much, like, live footage as I could online to find examples of Adrian actually playing the solo. So he's hammering off and on, fingering the no- notes on the fretboard, and then tapping with his pick hand, like, higher up on the neck. Yeah. So this, this solo is a good example of, like, it's Adrian doing a bunch of, like, cool stuff. So he's, like, hammering on with the edge of his pick really fast. That's a yeah. really fast hammering on stuff. Um, he's doing these like right hand hammer-ons while he like frets with his left hand, 
And then there's a bunch of like whammy bar stuff and pick scrapes. Um, if you listen to the solo, I might play it again and just listen for all these cool things that he's doing. It's a bunch of things that Adrian does like really rarely, mm. and they're all in one solo. And it's just really cool. So it's just it's it's a very unique solo in that he's doing a lot of cool things, and he's putting them all into one solo. Mm. So yeah, cool. that, that, yeah, that's though that's one of these solos we play on the podcast where I'm like I hate it because the best part is right after. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know it kind of ramps back up again. Every as time I listen, playing, yeah. like I was lean back here doing this, yeah. and, and then you're like, oh, and this part of the solo is. <laughs> I was like, no, play the song, damn Nesbit. So I looked online. There's a somewhere on tour 1986 in Paris. There's a yeah. bunch of uh, clips on YouTube. And it's cool seeing that, like, era of, like, the Space Maiden. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because there's not a lot of, like, live footage of them from that tour. Yeah. pretty cool. This is like a nostalgia episode. Again, that's another one that goes way back. Yeah. That was episode six and seven, I think. And that, that, was it? It was we did the single thing. digits yeah. that we did that yeah, album. We'd mentioned it before. We did it at the cabin. Yeah. God, that was so long ago. So what's your next solo? Oh, my God. Wake up now. Get back on it. Um, the next one that I picked was um, I went to my favorite. Well, I can't even say my favorite album anymore. Yeah. Seven Son. Anyway. Yeah. I went uh, and I picked uh, Only the Good Die Young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. I solo. love that solo. Yeah. Um, and I went with it. I went Adrian again. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm in an Adrian mood. Yeah. And actually, at the end of it, there's a Harris uh, bass solo, very yes, short a little, little bass, bass solo. solo in there. Yeah, yeah so cool. I thought I'd bring him in, break yeah. the mold. I don't know Nesbitt with your rules if if it's got to be guitar solos, but I don't care. Uh, solos are solos. Man. I'm breaking the rules today. <laughs> I'm going for it, man. Drum solo is good. All right, all right. So this is the solo from Only the Good Die Young from Seventh Son. That was literally me listening to uh, Seven Son lately, and um, I always listen to that one. Yeah, and um, I was just like, oh, I gotta pick a pick a solo from there, and I wanted to pick an Adrian one, so I just yeah. kind of. I, I love that it. solo. It's so good. Man. That bass solo is cool. I wish Steve Harris would, yeah. when they're making this new album. I hope he has like a few little spots where he gives himself a bass solo. Yeah, he usually doesn't give himself a solo. We, yeah. we could pick probably. Doesn't happen very often. Ten or twenty songs where he drives a song with his bass. Yeah. and I've noticed. But that's that cool. He just kind of does the little solo. Yeah, and the Adrian part's awesome. That's a uh, an Adrian solo that fits the song like perfectly. Yes. And I remember when we talked about doing the Seventh Son album, I was saying how 
that solo, it's kind of Adrian, he kind of references the vocal melody. Yeah. And like the phrasing and the melody of like the vocals when he comes in with a solo. So, and that's another thing what Adrian really like ties the song together with a solo. It's awesome. It's like really well crafted and really well, like, uh, like well written solo. So here's like the clip. I played this clip when we did Seventh Son, but this is kind of, I'm playing the vocal melody and then the beginning of the solo. And you can kind of hear how it kind of, it's not exactly the same, but it kind of like ties into the like melody of the song. It sounds pretty cool. That's awesome. That's one of those songs, too, like, I always kind of overlook the last song mm-hmm. on Seventh Son. Like, Seventh Son, you think of, like... Yeah, and then not only that, the way it ends, too, right? It yeah, wraps it up it's with the like same as the intro, right? Off. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Seven Deadly Sins, Seven yeah. Ways to Win. And the song just goes yeah. off the rails at the end, and yeah. then it brings in that at the end. It ties it all together. Yeah, such a great album. What an awesome album. Yeah. So my last solo is from Fear of the Dark, which is mm-hmm. an album that people don't, you know, not one of the people's favorites. It's Dave Murray, and it's from Afraid to Shoot Strangers. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is an awesome song. Yeah. So Dave just, like, rocks out here. It has, like, it has a decent melody to the solo. These huge bends in there, and then he does some cool stuff with hammer-ons and kind of, yeah. like, descends down the keyboard. That's cool. It's short, but it's like high energy. Yeah. It's a really solid Dave Murray solo. Fits the song at the end. I love how it comes out of that into like a tempo change and it kind of sends up, sets up the end of the song. Yeah. It's cool. Afraid to shoot strangers, though. It's kind of a funny thing when you think of it, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, you're afraid to shoot people? Or you're, I'm, a, I'm not afraid to shoot people I like. Just strangers. <laughs> yeah. You know? well, it's about being in war and you're yeah. kind of like, I don't know. I guess. We'll get into that when we do this album. Yeah. Now that's a good choice. Yeah. It sounds like Dave Murray's like improvising. But you'll listen to him playing that on, like, Raising Hell and Rock and Rio in 2013. Uh, even the Blaze era versions, like, basically any live show, he plays it almost exactly the same every time. Like, almost. So he is pretty consistent. It sounds like he's, like, improvising a lot. If you watch the Donington 1992 version of Dave playing the solo on YouTube, Dave makes some of the best guitar solo faces oh, ever. Oh, yeah? Is that yeah. the one where he's, like, leaning into Yeah, you know the Dave Murray guitar yeah. solo faces? I love yeah. it. Yeah. They're the best. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian's much more stoic. Yeah. yeah. I think he makes some decent faces, too. He has to. It's hard not to yeah, show it when you're it, rocking right? out. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. They're old face. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, yeah, those are all pretty cool solos. Yeah. But I think we shine some light. That uh, Fallen Angel was a good one. I yeah. forgot all about that solo. Yeah. It's, it, uh, yeah. And, yeah. It gives you a perspective, too. I mean, oh God, man, I mean, I've totally, since we did No Prayer, totally changed my perspective on the Maiden landscape again yeah. for, like, the 10th time. And I just view that whole era as the Adrian's yeah. Missing Era. And it's like, uh, I've always thought of it going, you know, Dave, then Adrian, 
than Yannick, but it's like without without Adrian, I'd almost question is it Maiden? You know what I mean? Yeah. In a sense, yeah. Not, I'm not gonna say those four albums are not Maiden, but you know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's not complete. Yeah. And um, yeah, I really he contributes so much, especially with like the songwriting and the yeah, even just his solo. Even if he doesn't have any songwriting credits on the song. Yeah. He'll throw a solo in sometimes. It just, like, makes a song for me sometimes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would think, you know, Steve defines what Maiden is in his own mind. He's got the brand. Yeah. But for me, I just feel like Adrian, when it comes to song writing, fluidity, like, I love Bruce to the end of the earth. He doesn't have what Adrian has. Like, he doesn't, he can do these, like, we saw that in his solo albums. We can do this. And which is why Adrian's solo albums will be telling and interesting to cover. But I just feel that that Adrian just gets it. Like he can, he popped in on so many albums, um, not popped in, but he's he's delivered like the two or three key tracks yeah. that resonated, and um, he just you know, and he's it's just during those four albums in the '90s, he's just his absence is glaring. Oh yeah, I mean you could, if you threw Adrian back in on X Factor, how much better would that album be? That yeah. could be one of their best. Yeah, right. And yeah. why do we? Why does everyone define it as Bruce? Even is, Bruce fear, is out there. And I said that about No Prayer, yeah. and you could also say it about Fear of the Dark. Yeah. Both those albums, if Adrian had been in the writing process, he could have came up with three or four songs and bumped a lot of the, you know... Garbage off, yeah. Like, if Adrian came up with three songs, do you think Weekend Warrior would have made it on the album? No, you take... It would have been a B-side, right? Where it belongs, like, most crazy... Look at No Prayer, other than the production and the rush, which also Adrian was against, so he could have probably fixed a bit of that. If you'd have taken the three worst tracks, and we could argue with that, but two or three of them we agreed on, of, of the four or five worst tracks, we could take two or three of them out. And put in Adrian written songs, or at least have them fix them. And there was multiple tracks where we said if Adrian was there, this would have been polished. Yeah, that album could have been, you know, yeah, it, like it could have been in uh, so much better. Probably twice as good. Maybe I yeah. don't know. You know, relatively, it could have been a lot better. So I'm I'm really getting that perspective on everything. So when I look back on yeah. it, but by the time we finished covering every yeah. Maiden album and every Maiden live album and all the side stuff, yeah, like. Then we can do an episode where we're just like, <laughs> yeah. Here's what I believe, but it's so skewed. Yeah. Even when we record the albums, like yeah. we spread it out. If it's four episodes, we might get them done within three weeks of recording on multiple sessions. Sometimes it's all four weeks. Yeah. And your mood changes, right? Yeah. And then you listen back on something. Well, no prayer. I, at the beginning, the first yeah. two episodes, I was like, my first two episodes of no prayer, I was all like, man, I always didn't like this album. Yeah. It's a lot better than I thought. This is actually a pretty good album. I know. But then by the time we were done, I was kind yeah, of you like, were a no, grumpy Gus. <laughs> you were a grumpy Gus. And I was the whole time in the beginning going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait till it gets this And Dance of Death favorite. was kind of like, when we started doing Dance of yeah. Death, I was like, yeah, this is like probably my second or third least favorite album. Yeah. And then we kind of got into it. And by the time we finished all those, I was like, man, this is up there. This is one of my, this is a really good album. Yeah, it's a, a top album. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm looking forward to uh, No Death on the Road. Yeah. Death Fantastic. on the Road can be, uh, ethic. it's, it's a really cool set list. Yeah. Yeah. So is it is it Paul stuff next? Or is it... Um, what are we doing next? We're doing Paul Diano coming yeah. up. Paul Diano solo and then Death on the Road. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And, and then we got a whole bunch of stuff lined up. Yeah, so. I'm getting good feedback on Facebook with yeah. respect to communities. Message me on Facebook. Send us an email about any... Where do you... Really what we want to know is where do you get your maiden info? And, and get a lot of feedback on this because two things have triggered this. One, someone tagged me on Facebook in like this giant facebook group that i'd never seen okay uh and i've searched actively for facebook okay. groups, right just to go in and, and to follow and to make sure that we're you know i don't like to repost people's stuff as our stuff yeah. but every now and then i'll share something yeah um but 
Then we got like a message from someone that loved Reddit and so, a bunch of people that hate Reddit. And we both hate Reddit. We went on there and didn't. Yeah, like it. I went on there and every now and then people post stuff, but it's not. It's always like collection. You do get some cool stuff too. Like a few people posted some cool maiden tattoos on there, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. It doesn't seem very in depth. No, but you also have to remember that like me and you are not your average like fan. <laughs> you know no what way. I mean? In that like. I'm kind of always looking for like really deep dives and stuff that I, you know what I mean? Takes yeah, but I'm not. Over. I think we cover the spectrum. Quite yeah, well. I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm like, does it sound good? So you, when you go on Reddit, why, why yeah. is it that you don't like Reddit? Because I feel like every time I go on Reddit, I'm like, it's the same posts every few months that just come up again and again. Well, I just don't like the interface. I don't like the way the flows, conversation flows. Like people okay. seem to love it. For see, I don't care about that. Yeah. I'm more. It's more to me. It's like when I go on Reddit, it's like, oh, here's this again, which they. Three months ago, someone had this conversation. Yeah. Six months before that, someone had the conversation. And it seems like it's the same things coming up That's over right. and over again. Well, I, I think, I mean, we really should have a, a Maiden ecosystem episode or two because I think that, um, you know, like we filled a gap in the podcast space. Yeah. And there's a few really good, and I want to bring them up. There's a few really good blogs. I'm not trying to knock these. Yeah. Like there's some great stuff that I think people don't even realize is out there that yeah. I want to get out on the podcast to people. So yeah. we need to, and I want to reach out to them and get them on so they can plug themselves properly. Yeah. Um, and I want to do that. But anyway, I want to see what's out there for the community. Yeah. So Facebook, I got a post up. If you, if you message us, you can email us. I want to hear where you get your maiden news, where you stay in touch with maiden. Are there any hidden gems that we should plug? Yeah. Um, to get okay. the people out. That's really what I'm trying to do. It's okay, just cool. kind of me from Facebook, Kevin getting tagged, starting to wake up and realize a few things. Cool. All right. So uh, good beer. Awesome. Good beer. guitar solos. Awesome beer. Wrap it up. TalkingMaiden.com. Go to TalkingMaiden.com. Go get us there. Slash talk if you want to leave us an audio yes. message. Yes. And I'm going to pick the best guitar solo of all was only the good die young, picked by me. <laughs> so, so until next time, up the irons, down the hops, and have a good scene. <laughs> 